When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. There is good news this month for dividend investors who like the dividend kings. The list has grown from 36 stocks to 38 stocks with the inclusion of Abbott Labs and AbbVie. Two very solid dividend-paying companies with long histories of dividend growth. AbbVie enjoys this status for the most part due to Abbott Labs, from which it was spun off a decade ago. More options is usually always a good thing when it comes to choosing stocks to invest in. What I want to do today is take a closer look at both of the new dividend kings and then take a look at all of the Dividend Kings to see which ones look attractive and deserve a closer look. I've already updated my Dividend King Google spreadsheet with the two new Dividend Kings, and all the other good information I have here. I use this spreadsheet as a tool to evaluate all of the Dividend Kings and look for opportunities. Let's take a look at Abbott Labs first. The stock trades for about $128 and pays a $1.88 annual dividend. This gives them a rather low dividend yield of about 1.45% right now. The trailing 5-year dividend yield for Abbott Labs is 1.49%. This points to a slight overvaluation right now, but I would call this well within the fair value zone, barring any margin of safety. Abbott Labs has a decent history of dividend growth. Looking at the past decade, we can see 4 years of double-digit increases, with the most recent being last year. The trailing 5-year dividend growth rate is a strong 11.6%. This trailing growth rate increased by almost 4% following the 28% dividend increase in 2021. I think it's wonderful to see this mature company still offering very attractive dividend increases after already increasing its dividend for 5 decades. The last 3 years of increases were far better than the preceding 3 years. I think Abbott Labs is a great business and will continue to deliver for shareholders in the future. During the past 11 full calendar years, Abbott Labs had only 1 year with a negative total return. In 2016 the stock shed 12.32% inclusive of its dividend payments. 2015 was also a rather poor year with a gain of only 1.89%. But during the remaining 9 years, the stock experienced 20% plus annual returns. The trailing 3-year compounded annual return is 26.83%, 3-year in 2021. And the trailing 5-year return is an even better 31.96%. A very rewarding period for long-term shareholders. Analysts are forecasting a 13% growth rate on future earnings. Combining this forecast with a slight overvaluation and factoring the dividend income, I am projecting a 14% long-term rate of return in the future. This is just an estimate based on quantitative data that doesn't consider other factors. I'll give you an example later in the video how making a decision just on this estimate alone can be dangerous. Let's have a quick look at AbbVie now. The stock trades for about $142 right now and pays an annual dividend of $5.64. This gives us a much more attractive starting dividend yield just shy of 4%. The 5-year trailing dividend yield is 4.38%, implying the stock may be trading for an 11% premium right now. AbbVie has paid dividends since 2013 when it was spun off from Abbott Labs. Dividend growth has been quite nice for this healthcare giant, with 7 consecutive years of double-digit growth rates. The 5-year trailing dividend growth rate is a very high 17.93%. The last 2 years, however, only saw about 10% increases to the annual dividend. This suggests we can expect the long-term trailing dividend growth rate to cool off in the future. AbbVie has been an excellent dividend stock to own since it first started trading. It returned 57.21% during its first year on the market, followed by an almost 28% return the year after. 2015 and 2018 were a little sour with negative total returns. 
but Advi did manage to squeeze in a nice 60% gain in between the two dips. Over the last three calendar years, the stock has a 19.7% compounded annual growth rate, and a 22.15% growth rate over the last five years. Very solid returns from a generous dividend payer. Analysts are forecasting a 4% long-term growth rate for Abbey's earnings per share. If we combine this with the current overvaluation and account for the dividend income, we come up with a sub-6% long-term rate of return for the stock. Not very attractive if you ask me, but keep in mind this is just an assumption, and it could be right or it could be wrong. Either way, as an investor who likes to invest in individual stocks, I have to base my stock selection on something. What I do personally, and this isn't necessarily limited to just Dividend Kings, I look for quality businesses, which most Dividend Kings are. These companies didn't earn this status by being mediocre. It requires a long track record of success to be a Dividend King. The second part of a successful investment is to buy a stock for a fair price. A bargain price would be ideal, but a fair price will suffice in the long term as well. These are the two things you need to be successful in the stock market. Invest in quality companies and buy them at fair or bargain prices. The hard part is determining which companies are great businesses and what is a fair price. This is more art than science, and no matter how good you get at this process, you are absolutely not going to be 100% successful. Even the greatest investors throughout history make mistakes, so the average investor is bound to make a few poor choices along the way. But if you become good at this process, you'll do more than fine in the long run. Let me share with you my process for finding dividend stocks I consider to invest in, and I'll do this using the current Dividend Kings list. Where I like to start is by looking at potential long-term rates of return, and I compute this figure using forecasted earnings growth, current valuation, and the dividend yield. Historically, there has been a correlation of strong earnings growth leading to better-than-average total returns. Therefore, if I can estimate which companies will grow their earnings faster in the future, I can see which companies may potentially offer better-than-average returns. Now I can project the earnings myself, or rely on publicly available analyst forecasts. I know that analysts get these forecasts wrong all the time. Projecting earnings 5 years into the future is a very difficult task, but I think using analyst forecasts versus coming up with my own is a safer route to take. For me it would take hours of time to review financial statements, earnings calls, and come up with future assumptions, so using analyst forecasts saves me a lot of time. And additionally, analysts specialize in a specific sector or industry, which makes them much more knowledgeable about specific companies than me. I can leverage their knowledge and save time that I can later use to review the handful of stocks that pique my interest. The other two pieces of information in my return forecast are a little easier to come up with. Dividend yield theory tells me whether a stock's price is attractive today in relation to its 5-year trailing dividend yield. It won't tell me why, but it will identify dividend stocks whose share price has not kept up with dividend growth. And amongst these stocks, we may find opportunities to exploit. The last part of my return forecast is a dividend yield. This is pretty much a guaranteed rate of return barring a dividend cut. But since I'm starting with the list of very safe dividend stocks, the chances of a cut are pretty low. I like to look for a return forecast of at least 12%. And what I've started doing more recently is building a little margin of safety into this process. I'll adjust the forecasted earnings down by 25%, which builds in a little cushion of safety on my return assumptions. The Dividend King Google Sheet I'm using here does not have this margin of safety built into it yet. As of right now, 13 out of the 38 Dividend Kings have forecasted returns above 12%. So with just this one factor, I have already trimmed my list of stocks by about 66%. I'd also like to get a decent dividend growth rate from my investment, so I'll filter out all Dividend Kings with a 5-year growth rate below 7%. This leaves me with 6 Dividend Kings. Abbott Labs, Lowe's, Altria, Nordson, PPG Industries, and Cisco. Reviewing 6 stocks is much more manageable than 38. Of these 6 dividend kings, Altria and Nordson look to be potentially undervalued. Abbott, PPG, and Cisco look fairly valued. And Lowe's is trading around 12% overvalued right now. 
Altria is the only dividend king with an attractive dividend yield of 7%. So if you're looking for a high dividend yield, I'd start looking at Altria first. Me personally, I would start with Lowe's, that has the strongest dividend growth. I am a big fan of high dividend growth rates, and I think if you have a long enough horizon, high growth has the potential to beat high yield. I would also look closer at Abbott Labs and Nordson, that also have double-digit growth rates. All three companies are also rated higher by Wall Street analysts, suggesting there may be more upside for these stocks versus the other three. Digging further into a specific stock will look different for everyone. I usually start by taking a look at their financials on Seeking Alpha. As a member, I can see the full history for the last 10 years. I like to see consistency and growth on the income statement. A strong balance sheet with good debt management. And consistent and growing cash flow. Next, I'll check out the latest company presentation, or earnings call, to see the more recent results and management's expectations for the future. I'll also review recent news to see if there are any major developments I should be aware of. A perfect example for this is 3M Company. My quantitative analysis points to a good rate of return near 14%. The stock is potentially undervalued and offers a solid dividend yield. But if we look at recent developments, we can see that 3M recently had a verdict against the company with a cost of $110 million. But this isn't the extent of the bad news. The company also faces the largest class action case that could result in a settlement ranging from a few billion into the trillions. While the high-end estimate is aggressive, it would prove to be disastrous for the company. I think we can expect to see the share price fall more in the near future as this case develops. This could be an opportunity to pick up shares at a discount, but there is also the risk that this case can put 3M out of business. Okay, so once I've taken a closer look at a stock, and I like all that I see, I'll invest in that company. And if there is something I don't like, or if I even have a bad hunch, I will pass. I do this process every month on the handful of dividend stocks that my watchers produce. Let me know which dividend kings you like right now in the comments below. Thank you for watching, don't forget to like and subscribe, and see you next time.